This episode of the Good and the Bad and the Geeky podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky. Audible.com. Over 85,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It will cause you not to eat your vegetables and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated and no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of the show. D4K Studios in Columbus, Ohio. It's the good, the bad, and the geeky. Hey everyone, welcome out to episode 186. Sure, I don't even know what episode we're on anymore. A hundred and something. Yeah, we're on. We're yeah, we're we're in the 180s. We're closing that. in on 200. We are closing in on 200. Um, I'm Nick Nitro, uh, and uh, with me today is Jimmy Jerome Wetzel. There we go. And uh, yeah. Well, we've been, we've had a we've had a few weeks off. We've had a few weeks off. We have we have had a few weeks off. There was an episode last week. No, there wasn't. Are you skipping this week? No, there wasn't an episode last week. There I was an episode for was. two weeks. Oh, we skipped last week. Mm, yep. Oh, for some <laughs> reason I thought there was. I, I I know I don't update my iPod every week, so then I, there's always two or three. Episodes the last episode was up. the one that you and I did. Which was like released the week of my birthday, or the, the week after my birthday. So it's, or no, we, you know, the week of my birthday. It started yeah. with you and Nathan talking Batman. Yeah. And then went, uh, yeah, I was listening to that this weekend. Yeah, that was like three weeks ago. No, it wasn't. I swear to God it was. Uh, well, hold on. Let us check the Google Sphere. Okay. Yeah. Cause and by I Google just, Sphere, I mean my IT. I don't even know what the fuck I was uh, trying to I was going to say, I, I don't. The last episode was like what? The twenty first. So we missed one week. So we missed one week. That wasn't that bad. That's not that bad. No. No. Not at all. It just feels longer that because we hadn't recorded for a few weeks. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I mean, we do everything live. Oh, oh, of course, of course. Now, I I don't know for those listening on TalkSuperStation.com. It is important to note there is a schedule change, and I don't know when it's going to be uh, applied. It might have already been applied. But uh, I'm not being 100% confirmed of when that will be. But we're moving to Fridays. Uh, drive. We're going to drive time. We're going to 5 p.m. on Fridays. Ooh, Ooh that's right. We're uh, a big lobster. Yeah. So I'm very excited. That's exciting. That is exciting. It is exciting. We're not at midnight anymore, Yay. which which means that uh, you know if you pick up your kids from school, you can hear us say fuck, shit, cunt, ass, boobies. Uh, I believe most schools get out well before five. Yeah, but if they're stuck on traffic on the way home, getting food, the parents, you know, they're, the, they're the busy. In the Mickey D's, that's right. Or if they're progressive parents, they go to Wendy's. That's Wendy's. progressive? To me, because I hate McDonald's. Okay. Their food's better, even though they have shittier Happy Meal or shittier kid, kids' meals. Or just, you know, skip fast food as much as possible. Well, that would be a smart and productive, wise thing to do. But, you know... I'm just saying, if you're in that lifestyle anyway, which is let's go, 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 why not just go somewhere where the food's a little bit better, which is Wendy's? 
Well, that's the thing. I don't like their new fries. I've finally tried the new fries for the first time. The Wendy's new fries? Yeah, I miss the old fries. Yeah. I do. Yeah, see, I miss them. These and ones actually take le- taste like potatoes a little bit. What's that? You don't want to taste the potato. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I like the wax taste that they have. The nice salty potatoey wax taste, uh-huh. not the pure potato. Uh-huh. And see, I don't like that. I, I I miss my I miss my wax. I I understand. I remember we had a a, a a class in like second grade. I forget one of the one of my well, not my friend, but one of my uh, co students. Co students, uh, <laughs> classmates. <laughs> yes. One of my classmates' mother was a nurse, <laughs> <laughs> and she and she was like, she was like, uh, she brought in an actual petri dish with uh-huh. like a, a culture in it, which was really cool. And we got to see the culture because it was aged for like a week. Like this is what a virus strain looks like. It was like a red petri dish, and the virus spread, and it looked like it looked like frost uh-huh. on it. Yeah, it was fucking sweet as hell. And then, uh, but then she's like, uh, now let's go with food that you probably eat all the time. And she's like, you know that there really is a wax, there is like actual wax in Wendy's French fries. And I'm like, no, but is that why they taste so good? I didn't say that, but like mentally right. I'm thinking like, that's why they taste as good as they do. Do you remember like a few years ago, I know it made big national headlines that somebody yeah. found the McDonald's meal from like two decades prior and it still was preserved pretty well. Yeah, like, didn't they say that you could maybe probably eat it? I don't know about that, but it still, it didn't look like it had rotted away or anything. It still looked intact, more or less. That's that's scary. That's very scary. Because, and that's why kids eat very little fast food. Yeah, as little as possible. Yeah. When was the last time you had fast food? Um, really? I don't know. Really? Yeah. Really? I, I, well, I didn't. I didn't know I put you fucking Johnny on the spot on uh, this one. Uh, no, I don't eat fast food that often. I'd say more than anything, um, maybe once every couple weeks, I grab a McDonald's breakfast. But normally, that, honestly, that is really the only thing I really like. Okay, that's not true. No, see, I prefer their lunch or dinner, but I just don't do fast food that often. Whereas, like. You know, for dinner, I'm going to come home and cook something for dinner. It's not dinner time on my way home. But when I'm um, getting up and getting ready for work, I'm trying to write an article. And I don't usually eat breakfast, but lately I've been kind of hungry in the mornings. And yeah. if I don't really have time to make anything. Although if I'm going to do breakfast, I'd rather hit Subway, to be honest. They have a really good breakfast sandwich. I don't enjoy their breakfast sandwich. They have sandwich. awesome chocolate milk. The best chocolate milk at Subway. I can no longer drink McDonald's chocolate milk. They have the... You mean, you're getting chocolate milk at Subway. Yes, for breakfast. Do you want me to drink soda? At seven in the morning, you should drink. You should never really drink soda. Let's be honest. I know. Just like kids, you should never go to fast food places. But for the sake of argument, no. I'm just disappointed that our subway here, that's my us, yeah. is not at least the one by me. That's on my way. Uh, well, it's by Giant Eagle. By um, not by Giant Eagle. Uh, by no, it's up here by Donato's McDonald's. It's uh, does not have the hash browns. Very few of the subways have the hash browns for breakfast, but I like the hash browns. I wish they had them. Now, see McDonald's. Like, if you had to ask me, if you had, if, if there's anything I would want, if I say, if I, if you had to live on a desert island and you had to choose any set of things from McDonald's or a different fast food place as a possible meal. It would always be the sausage McMuffin with egg and hash brown See, and a I, cherry Coke. Now, not, granted, even though I don't drink pop anymore. All the McDonald's have stopped carrying cherry Coke. It's fucking Dr. Pepper now. I know, and I don't like Dr. Pepper. Now, see, I like Dr. Pepper, I don't. but I, I, I don't. I prefer cherry Coke. It makes me mad. I thought it was a Kentucky I, thing, and I can't. I couldn't wait agree. to come back, and oh, oh, they don't no, have it yeah, anymore. they don't have it anymore. Well, this this whole week. Go, you got to go to the Wen- and, and see the Wendy's. The other thing, Wendy's has great breakfast, but none of the Wendy's on this side of town have breakfast that I've found. Yeah. Which is too bad, because Wendy's has the best hash browns. But anyway... 
Is that um, the little, they're like little... They're like potato wedges. Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah. Are they like little round ones? No, they're not round. They're like potato oh. wedges. Oh, now see, they used to have actual like mini hash browns that uh-huh. were like little round like... Are you thinking tots. Burger King? Because they have those. No, 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 no. I'm okay. not... This is like when I was growing up. So like you were like not, not even I barely... I didn't Wendy's had breakfast back they then. They did. I remember because we would go on... Uh, we would go on trips to visit my family in Maryland. Uh, once you hit Pennsylvania and on the rest of the East Coast... They had breakfast. It was spotty, yeah. Most yeah. of them had breakfast. But then probably around when I was 10, they started phasing it out. Well, some of the ones in Columbus, I know there's one on West Broad that has breakfast. And it's really good. And they have like real egg instead of the McDonald's fake egg. Um, and they have like pretty good breakfast sandwiches, but there's not one on the side of town that has the breakfast. Oh. And But Wendy's now, the one on West Broad anyway, has like the 100 flavor soda machine. That's but a that, big thing. But I know, but I don't like it. The uh, if you just want a cherry coke, it doesn't taste like cherry coke because it's coke with cherry syrup added in, and it's not yeah. the same as buying a cherry coke. So it's not as good. Okay, I, I, I agree with that. But apparently, that's anything Wendy's is trying. Some of them are. Well, it's not just Wendy's. I've there was uh, someplace else really? that I was in that had it. Some other fast food. Was it maybe restaurant. Arby's? Because Arby's no, bought Wendy's for Arby's a, bit. In a long time. Uh, this was within the last two months. I don't remember. It was a restaurant now, in see, town. there you go. In the last two months, you did besides I breakfast. Must, I probably did. Well, so there's a, there's a valid answer. I didn't mean to put but it But I don't remember where it was. Johnny. Okay. Well, the, the point, I, I don't like many weeks go by. I don't stop at a McDonald's or Wendy's for dinner. This last week has been very bad for me just because I haven't had a lot of money and fast food is cheap. Because for, okay, yeah. when when you eat, when I have to eat, like you, like yeah. to buy lettuce, it's expensive Okay, well, I don't lettuce like... Lettuce isn't expensive. To me, it is because I it's don't... It's $1.19 for I, a head. I don't like heads of lettuce. I like it already pre-shredded. Why don't you just shred it yourself? Because I don't like doing that because it doesn't taste right to me. I, it's very weird. I tried it, and it is cheaper, but it, it throws me off. Okay. I don't have the... I prefer the weird. real lettuce it's over weird. the pre-shredded junk. I know. And see, that's what I would think too. And that's why I started buying that, but it would never taste right when I would do it. And I would like wash it. I'd, I even tried doing the old thing where I would, we used to do when we used to work at uh, Flyers Pizza and Subs, which would, which would be what, which would be, uh, uh, we would soak the lettuce for uh-huh. like a, like overnight or whatever, we not overnight, overnight, but like, like uh, half shred- a day. Well, we didn't even do that. We just shredded it into the sink. And as soon as we were done shredding it, we pulled it out of the sink, drained it. No, it not always. You'd put it in, in with water. Well, we put in the water to and then wash put it. it in the cooler. We didn't, uh, I mean, yeah, we did. Sometimes you left some water in the thing because that way went. That's what I'm saying. Away. I even did but, that. Yeah. And it just didn't taste right mm. to me. It, it really bugged the fuck out of me. So, huh. no, I know because it is cheaper. Like today, Giant Eagle is running a special at 99 cents per head. Yes, yeah. I went grocery shopping today. Good. Um, well, yeah, it was very good, but I'm, I'm fucking tired as hell because I decided, oh. like, wouldn't it be a good idea to do that? After Did I ran three miles. We stopped at Kroger today because we just needed to get a loaf of again? bread. Again? I know. Oh, you just, like answered that. You, you, just, you just answered that, actually, because I was about to say again, but you already finished my thought. Uh, I know. It drives me crazy. I don't want to go more than once, like, every two weeks, but there's always something we forgot or whatever. So we stopped at Kroger's just it's to get a loaf a of bread. It's called a fucking list. We you know what? List. We'll, we'll talk more about that craziness later in the episode, <laughs> but maybe you should we have a schedule. We do have a list, but... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, we we needed to get we didn't have bread on the list, so uh, we should have. So we went back today to get bread, and they had candy corn M and M's, and they were giving out samples. It was with white chocolate, yeah. and they're giving out samples. And I thought they were kind of weird, but they weren't bad. And Morgan really liked them, so we bought a bag of 
candy corn, white chocolate M&Ms. They weren't bad. They really weren't. You should try them. Uh, well, then see, I need to try to get away from that because lately, this whole last week, though, has been uh, my manager. Uh, as to, uh, This is all the managers do. They get like so much money like every few weeks to mm-hmm. buy us something, mm-hmm. uh, their team something. And our manager, uh, God love him, said, wouldn't it be great if I bought you all licorice and butterfingers, like the little snack kinds, which you uh-huh. can buy tons of for 50 bucks. Keep a little candy drawer like on the closer. Yeah, and but, but it's for all the employees. Right. And um, yeah, not good for me who lately this past week has just been like, man, I don't have enough money to really go out and get all the super, super healthy stuff. So I will just expensive. It really is like even going to a fast food place and getting something, something reasonably healthy for you, like a salad or whatever. Wendy's is really the only place which is you can maybe get the ninety nine cents chili, but um, but after that, you know, is you know if you get fries or anything. That's what I'm saying. This whole week has been very bad, very very bad. And uh, I had a McFlurry the other day. Oh. Well, it was I actually I blame you for that. Why do you blame me? Because you guys asked me, and I said, "Sure, sure, I'll, I'll take a I'll take a Sunday from Dairy Queen, from Dairy Queen," and yeah. I fucking ate all of it, which I was surprised that I did. Oh, and then I after that, blizzard, it was good. after that, it was like I was bitten by a zombie, and I just craved sweets the well, whole week. It was just very bad. I it's did, not really your fault. It was my fault because I was yeah. like, "Yeah, sure, I want one." But yeah. I'm going to complain again about McDonald's McFlurries. Why? Here because remember back, so remember back in the day when they were brand new and they had four flavors and Butterfinger was the best. And then they got rid of Butterfinger yeah, and they got rid I of what the other it. one was like Heath Bar or something. They got rid of those two or Nestle Crunch, I think. And now they just have Oreo and m M&M, m which basically tastes the same. Just one has hard candy and one soft. Um, and yeah. the McDonald's by us on their sign next to Oreo and M&M, there's a Reese's Cup logo because they had Reese's Cup for a bit. But if you go and order one, they say, no, we don't have Reese's Cup. We currently have Rollo's, which is terrible in a flurry. So uh, it makes Rolos me mad. Rollo's are the shit. Rollo's are the shit, but not in a flurry. Good, they would be good in no, a flurry. No, they're not good in a flurry. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if they'd be good or not. I don't, I'm oh, questioning the validity they're not of the Rollo in a flurry. In a flurry. In a flurry. Outside by themselves, they're excellent. Except but they're in the sun. Not makes, in the sun. No, but it makes me mad because I would love a Reese Cup flurry, oh and instead God. they only have Oreo and M&M. That's why you go to DQ. Where they well, treat which you, is just out hey, the street. And they yeah. treat you right. <laughs> Oh, you're so oh, funny. I, I am. But no, I, I I just been on a weird kick about – that's why I was sort of asked about the fast food because I, I feel I feel guilty mm-hmm. that like – and the thing is that my old sloth tendencies, which is, uh, oh, I'm tired. I, I tweeted early, like really like what, 8 o'clock in the morning? I'm going to go running and then mm-hmm. irony is I'm going to go grocery shopping. Yes, I know the irony being that I'm yeah. losing weight to go get I got food the second part of that. Yeah. So, because uh, Jimmy's phone's not working. only getting sporadic text messages. Oh, I saw your second tweet. I didn't see your first one. Yeah. So, and but, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. It but looks like you, there must be a first part to this. Yeah. So, but that was the, that was the whole thing. And then I didn't actually end up leaving the house until like 10, mm-hmm. 11. And then I, yeah. Yeah. And then, oh my God, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why when Jimmy texted me, he's like, are we doing this thing today? I was like. No, Man. I think my text said, when are we going to do this thing? When are we going to do this thing? Thang. And with an a, I not said, an I. And I said, you know what? Do it right now. I just do it right now. But uh, Which was a couple hours ago. Yeah, it was a couple hours ago. Just be, but like literally, I am. I'm, I feel like I feel like I have tons of energy, but I feel like drained. I'm exhausted right now. Yeah, and, and it's because you, you're doing manly stuff. 
Well, I've done some manly stuff. You're, you're doing manly stuff. You're doing, you're building stuff with oh, your hands, with your bare when, fucking. When hands. I get those done, we'll post some pictures online. Hell yeah, we will. It'll be, to the ass. It'll be amazing. It will be, and then there will be no doubt about my sexuality because gay people cannot build things. Just kidding. <laughs> no, they can't. They can put it. They can put a room I'm together just, just like that. Just like that, they can put a room together. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, they can't build it themselves. Yes, the can. butch ones can. The butch <laughs> ones can. But um, oh. for any gays out there, I apologize. That was very you gays, you gays, you, you homos <laughs> out there, you silly, silly boys, you silly boys. I'm so sorry about that. No, seriously, I am. I'm just absolutely just dreadful that I acted that manner. That actually make the this that last couple it, minutes made us sound homophobic. It, it really did. Which is um, funny. I am a little bit. Let's be honest. No, you, I'm not. you're not. No, uh, no. This is a question on OK Cupid, and I think like, you used to be a little bit. I feel like you're not anymore i'm not no the only time i'm homophobic is like if you hug me and you're gay or if we're doing some like sketch video thing and i go in for a kiss that's fucking weird (laughs) yeah i don't that no not cool now if you want to do the whole thing where you're just like this Uh you're covering your mouth with you like like my right hand is on my mouth and then you use your left hand and do that that's fine. Nick needs the double hand. He can't I need the do double the hand. hand. I, yeah, yeah. Because, the, but yeah, because then you'll be actually kissing my. But what if I have germs? What if I jacked off early? You don't know. Even better, a little what extra flavor. What if I put French dress? Ooh, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's disgusting. I know. My brother David flew to L.A. on a whim this weekend. What? Wait, wait. Why? He, I don't know. He's he's, there there was a girl. There was a girl. Some, some pussy involved. Uh, yeah. I'm a, well, I don't know. there was a girl. Yeah, and there's some pussy involved. He's in the Air Force, David. so he can get like free plane rides, places, and things. So he just, uh, he's a pilot in the Air Force, so he's got some little pull there. Yeah. But um, yeah, he just flew to LA and he sent me pictures of, you know, in front of Man's Theater and oh, the Hollywood sign. Bastard. And he was like, sorry, we didn't make it down to see the bodybuilders on the beach. I know you would really like a picture of that. And I said, well, my, sp- yeah, my spank bank is a little, uh, a little <laughs> right now. And he's like, well, there's some David Beckham billboards. Just Google them. Oh man, that's funny. It was pretty funny. Uh, well, when you came over, one of the things that that well, I was very proud of this. You and I both didn't get it at first because uh, I was unwinding because I put the groceries away, watching mm-hmm. Batman, uh-huh. the animated series, and it's the episode with the ventriloquist. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty much the whole the whole thing is that it's this guy who is the ventriloquist, but there's a mob boss is the puppet, and they actually got two actors to do. It. I think one of the guys is like one of the actors, one of the big bads in uh, in Sopranos after listening to it. Ooh. Yeah, and this is before The Sopranos. So, I mean, this is, yeah, ooh. But, ooh. but the thing is that at one All point, right. it's, it's the climax of the whole episode and the whole yeah, thing was Batman, <laughs> Batman's hang is hung up and all of a sudden we start hearing the ventriloquist's voice but like the ventriloquist is not moving and neither is the dummy and we're looking at each other like... I thought like, it sounded like a different third voice. That's it sounded like a different... Now, see, no, I thought it sounded like the ventriloquist a little I didn't bit. think so. I thought it sounded like different than But they kept doing them. this shot of Batman where he, he yeah. looks like... It he, looked like he was like grimacing it, or trying not to smile. Right. But then after a while, I was like, oh, wait... That's he's making noise. He's, yeah. he's making. He's doing. Well, they had set it up earlier in the episode where he talked about learning about ventriloquism, right? From Zantana, right. which and you're just like, you're like, oh man. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, even though it didn't look right via animation, like they were smart enough because, like, both of us were like, 
and I feel like much better now. I'm like, wow, I feel like a normal fucking adult. I, I, I pieced that shit together. And you know, back then though, that's that's the that's what we kids had to deal with. None of this Phineas and Ferb. I like Phineas and Ferb actually. I it took me a while to grow to that, but I haven't seen it. It's okay. Uh, Is the, that the one with the um, the platypus? platypus? Yes. And the Those only, kids love that show. I the only thing. Oh, here's the thing. I didn't like it at first because I just, which I will talk. We can talk about this now too. Which, can we? Yeah, we can. Um, I can be a little judgmental towards shows. No. Just because. No, really. Which we'll get to this exam. This other example I was saying we can talk about here in a second. Okay. But um, pretty much anything on MTV, CW, I instantly have an instant like fuck you opinion of. Even though no, no offense to the show. I, I just I, I just automatically think MTV doesn't do good things. Anymore. Same thing with Cartoon Network or Disney Channel. It's the same thing. After like Curse of Cowardly Dog and Aqua Teen Hunger Force and Adults on the Late Night, I do not think either Adult Swim or uh, but see Adult Swim. See, and I Robot got, Chicken, Children's Hospital Robot Chicken was a little bit okay. Robot Chicken was yeah. towards the end of the I would say the end of the third season of of Aqua Teen, which is yeah. Robot Chicken was it's around been by a now. while. Um, but, but lately, Children's Hospital and CSFS. You try to get me into that. I do not like oh, Children's so Hospital. Good. I do, I see. I so just don't good. find it funny at all. And but that's what I'm saying. So Phineas and Ferb is one of those new shows that after Kim Possible. And the only reason why I watch Kim Possible is the guy who directed like the first season or no, like four of the six episodes of Clerks did the first season of Kim Possible, and then he was a producer. So I went to it going like, well. Be supportive. Be supportive of the guy. And then actually it appealed to my very geeky superhero kind of tendencies because it was it's really a geek show even though it, it seems to be marketed for girls. I even got my dad into Kim Possible. I was very – because my dad's like, this is a fucking girl show. Uh, or he's like, this is a girl show. He didn't say fuck. He's like, this is a girl show. This looks stupid. And I was like, no, 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 dad. Just watch it. It's pretty funny. It's Kim Possible. And, and that's back. Right. And what the fuck? you've not and been we're home. Back. All week. Oh, we're back. <laughs> not yeah. been home all weekend. What? Oh my god. We can... Sorry, folks. I don't know what the fuck that was. Yeah, that was really major fucking technical difficulties. Um, but uh, yeah, I got so I got into that. So, but Phineas and Ferb, I was very against. And then uh, my friend JT Shea um, posted a link mm-hmm. to a song because apparently that's a big thing about Phineas and Ferb is they play songs. I've heard the soundtrack. Yeah. So have you? So have you heard Evil Love? Uh, per that sounds familiar. It, it's it's the bad guy Doofenshmirtz. It's uh-huh. like love was just a crazy dream. Now yes. it's my new ski. Well, the guy plays a ukulele, and so then that's why I'm like, I can play that. Yeah, and I, I've been playing it like I've been obsessed with that, and now I'm just like, God damn it, that's a good song. And I watch an episode, I was like, God damn it, this is actually pretty good. Fuck. And so I've been I do that. I did that with Veronica Mars, and oh uh, lately I did it to. Awkward. awkward. MTV's awkward. Um, I cannot stress this enough. Anybody listening to the show, you are a very stupid person. You know what? This is. I'm like Scrooge Mc. I'm Scrooge. You are Scrooge. I've learned my lesson. I've opened up the shutter doors and I said, "You, sir, go oh, buy a copy of Awkward on DVD for everybody on the block if I could afford it." <laughs> All those times where I was like, "Awkward's so good." You're like, "It's on MTV. It's a girl show." It's not just a girl show. It just it's, it's MTV. not. No, I know. Well, it's it's just, the network. It's MTV. But you gave it a chance, and it well, proved. let me let, after you bitched about it long enough that how awesome it is and i say it that lovingly awesome. that but let, let's be honest here too is that uh we we complained about this on a few episodes ago mm-hmm. and i want to give a big thank you and shout out i don't know to if, lauren to lauren the creator of the show what's her last name i know you you know it's th- that that last name you can't pronounce it but at least try 
Ungrich, Ingrich, Ungrich, something, Ingrich. Well, okay. something like that. If it makes you feel better, I can't pronounce it either. And I even, I even told Jimmy, I was like, Jimmy feels so bad he can never pronounce I, I your do. last name out, out loud. And I'm like, but I feel better because I can't either. Because I'm like, and I'm usually pretty good at reading names. We should look up on YouTube some interview of her and get the definitive answer. We should, and we'll post all. that on the next episode. <laughs> but no, no, but, but very sincerely, what she was very kind. Uh, Lauren uh, sent out DVDs to Jimmy saying, look. I we heard the bit of that you were talking about on the mm-hmm. podcast where you were complaining about MTV uh, not they were changing which is true they uh, constantly changed the schedule they were they they public they they publicized a little bit on their website and everything they were going to rerun old ep- the first season entire mm-hmm. first season of awkward and then when I I set up to record because um, mm-hmm. again Jimmy went stop bitching about it and not then bitching and, and then when I when I turned it on it was nothing but fucking Teen Mom right which and, is or not sixteen worth and whatever and it, oh god it's so horrible so horrible and again this is why but see that's what I'm saying the stigma of almost all MTV shows to me is mm-hmm. that yeah. or it's going to be geared where it's going to be that and I yeah. don't care for but that. awkward is the exception right and uh, yes awkward is the exception now in betweeners I like the in betweeners it's okay. I like it. It's kind of like a super bad the series. It's a little bit like the boys' version of Awkward, although I'm not going to say it's as good a quality it's as not, Awkward. It's, no, it's not at all. Um, but it, it's good. And I know it's based on a British Morgan series. Morgan even liked it, and but, my wife, and she hardly likes anything. But I, I, and see, I, but I actually... Yeah, adore, I would like to see the British version. I heard the British version's fantastic. They even made a feature film for the British version. Did they really? Yeah. But I absolutely adored... Uh, well, Simon awkward. Bird stars in the British version. Oh, who's Simon Bird? Oh, he's a great British actor. Did you ever watch uh, Friday Night Di- Well, you don't get BBC America. Friday Night Dinners was another show he starred in. Okay. Uh, he's really good. Okay. But uh, no, I absolutely adore Awkward. And uh, matter of fact, last episode, I think I did see, said I, I did see the pilot. Mm-hmm. And I had some thoughts on the pilot, which was I didn't like the counselor. Or I, yeah. I, I felt uneven about the counselor, and it felt like the girl—not the writing, but the girl, the lead mm-hmm. girl—felt a little bit like like she was channeling Juno. Yep. And I don't have that thought anymore. I actually, I, I, I don't know why I mm-hmm. said that, but well, that's the thing though is that that was literally my first thought watching. I was like, the writing is good, but it feels like she's trying as an actress trying to channel uh, Ellen Page playing Juno, and doesn't feel like it works. But by episode two, I was so engrossed about who wrote the letter mm-hmm. and all this other shit mm-hmm. that I absolutely uh, like. I, I, I'm so pissed. Matter of fact, and I, doesn't the guidance counselor character start to tickle you after a while? A little bit. There's always a character in any show that uh, that walks a fine tightrope. Mm-hmm. Like the Todd or, or Ted can occasionally do it, which is they're almost too cheesy, but yeah. you still love them anyway. Yep. that's her. And there are sometimes I'm like, okay, the rest of the show is playing it sort of for keeps, but this mm-hmm. character sort of eh, goes all back and forth. But I still love her. I do like – yeah, that's the thing is I do love her. It looks like I like Ted in, in the Todd. But that's the other show that I think that uh, that really I like the idea that they, there's a B team in the background that's going on in, in every episode that plays major I, – I, I really love – no, I love that. I, I love shows that do yeah, that. No, I do too. And and they keep adding. I, I just uh, absolutely okay. But I have to ask you. Yeah. Who was the actress that you said? Because no, no, it's been bothering me because I don't know. Because there's a few actresses that popped up that she was. Was the it the one, guy that was dating Maddie? No, no, she was the vegan. She only had one line in one episode in one scene. Was it the vegan in the in the circle at the at the camp, the church camp? No, it wasn't church camp. It was she was standing in front of her locker. When she said her thing. Uh, okay, now see, 
I don't remember. Now, see, now, Jimmy, I'm glad that you seem to care enough and thought she was going to be. I don't remember her. I did at the time. Now I don't. Um, uh, when I when I wrote the review after first just watching the episode. Well, I, I can look it up here real quick <laughs> on my phone. Well, but as you do that, I I, I will ask this when you're looking that up. Uh-huh. Um, the show, as a, I jokingly said this about maybe three weeks ago, or no, it was, God, it feels like it's been three weeks. When I for, I literally watched Awkward in like a day, two days. Yeah, you did. Um, well, like right after we recorded the last episode. I, of the podcast. I, 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 yeah, I finished watching disc one, and the next morning I, I finished disc two. Uh, but I jokingly said uh, to people who at work who were watching it, "Are you Team Maddie or Team Jacob? <laughs> or is it Jake or Jacob? It's Jake. 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 God damn it! Jacob's I'm so sorry. Twilight. I know. Sorry." But so Jake and and uh, and now they actually are doing that on the show, which is are you Team Maddie or Team Jake? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is I love this, and I feel so I feel so sad for liking that part of it. But like, but, but it works on it that works. show. It was so I have to ask you though, who are you on? Are you on Team Matt uh, or Team Jake? I have kind of gone back and forth a little bit. I, I can't really pick a side. Like just when I'm on one side pretty solidly, something will happen that, that switches you... me to the other side. Damn you, Lauren, for writing such a really good show. Like I... writing two great characters. Right. Because like Matt's problem is he just doesn't know any better. And they're just teenagers. And that's the thing. Like you start to forget after a while because Jenna's so smart and mature and whatever. And well, then, then they'll toss you a curveball where she acts like a teenager. And you're like, oh, wait, they are just teenagers. It's not just, you know, you can't just take for granted that they're going to do the right thing because that's not always what teenagers do. You're right. And it really uh, just, uh, it's frustrating. Right. And not like the show's writing's frustrating. It's very authentic. It but is. No, teenagers yeah, that's exactly. act frustratingly. They do. Like, and the thing is, is that, like, uh, some of it is a little predictable too, but here but, it is. Um, the girl who was a vegan who admits to eating a hamburger in the sanctuary and then is shown having a cup of red liquid thrown on her. It was the sex lies and videotape episode. It was the second one of the season of season two where they had the, vi- you remember when they found the video camera on the sanctuary and they were trying to, oh, and yeah. she was, she was admitting they were having like confessionals. Of yeah, people that's right. Okay. And I was like, because the whole and, thing is they were worried about if Maddie and Jenna. Right. And I was tickled by that actress. And so I mentioned her by name, but she did not appreciate being referred to as a background character. So I had to uh, change my. Sweetie, name. I would not take a shame to that because. Well, that show because she went really... through a casting process. Just, well, yeah, I, mean, I understand that, but I, I would not be shamed because. Uh, background Laura, tends to make you think extra. I but I don't and I see I disagree with that. Shows like Scrubs and Awkward really use their their, their characters that are in the background and they make use of them. And, and even especially community. Community yeah. is a big one too. So I don't think I would ever be ashamed, at least in that for that particular show. Now if you were on some other show like, you know, in betweeners, uh I because again there's not many episodes yet. We haven't really seen I've how they treat. I've only seen the first one so far. That's even what I'm saying. They've aired two. Yeah, they've aired the second one's pretty it's okay. But like, there's not really. That's what I'm saying. We haven't been far enough where we see how they treat the the, right. the other characters. The characters don't really interact too much with the leads, except for they laugh at them. Well, and she didn't interact with the leads at all. She was just this one line in this one scene, and I haven't seen her since. And I think it was just a one note 
thing, but she had to go through a casting process to get you it. No, I so. appreciate that. And, you know, I, I changed it because, you know, she was right. Technically, I was wrong. And so I changed. But at the same time, Why I'm like. Why are you panhandling to this girl? Because uh, I don't want to be rude. And she is technically right. You're right. You're right. We're not in the business. And that is probably very frustrating. I mean, that uh, to, for her to get that right, online. To is go through such all of that deal. stuff. And and obviously, at, but because I mentioned her my name, and I probably did because it showed up on IMDb and I was thinking about the scene when I saw it. But, you know, she obviously made an impression and did a really good job. So I, I don't want to begrudge her that. It was just a little bit like, really? really? You're, 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 you're going to call me? And I didn't like say in, uh, I don't know. I thought in context it was fine, but I, I changed it. It's fine. It's you're a better cool. man than me. I would just let it lay. I'm like, look, I appreciate that. But like, mm. I, I don't know. You're again, better man. I'm not out there to make enemies. If, well, if I mean, either. I'm not going to change it just to change it, but if she, but, but she like, made a but point, what if, but what if I, what if I had an actual, I, I it, because, but it, the thing is, it's not really false. Not really. I mean, and what if I said something about like, like Corbin Burnson or someone else on another show, like on psych or for any other mm-hmm. show. And then they write me and they say, you know what? I agree with you, but I think you should change that. And I'm like, no, because that's a valid. I, I well, still, I don't know. I, I, it was just one word that I changed. I didn't change like anything else. Again, so. better. It, 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 that's how it starts. One word, and then she actually say, "You know, I was actually featured more in that." Ep- I'm if it was an opinion word, I wouldn't have changed it because okay. it was a factual word, and technically she was correct. I changed it. Is that the factual word? Is no, okay, no, uh, no, okay. Bad joke aside, no, I absolutely adore awkward, and it pisses it's me fantastic. off. That's another show. Now, the only thing, also, okay. Now, Laura, you cannot, Lauren, you cannot control this. This is not your. This is MTV. I have more vengeance with MTV. It always fucking ends five minutes late, or I have to set twenty my, seconds late. Twenty seconds. You I, have to I set your that. DVR I, no, to no, do an extra I, minute. It's, it's a thing that MTV does for all their shows. I know they and, always mess. with And them. TBS is apparently uh, has has been doing it. I haven't any problems with where, TBS doing I, it. I, I remember an article saying TBS or TNT, one of the Turner networks, was doing it or was going to do it. And you know, I'm trying to think if I even record anything on TBS anymore. Probably not. Uh, not since my boys left. There hasn't been anything good. Yeah. Till Cougar Town gets there. Which and Cougar Town's there now. It's just they're they're, they're sending up. Right, right. Jules they're not airing yet. Yeah, they're not airing yet. Um, but no, I mean I don't watch anything on TBS because the network sucks. I've tried to watch shows on TBS, but ever since they ditched network My Boys, which is was not funny. No, My Boys was the only good thing they did, and they canceled it, and it makes me mad. But um, MTV, yeah, you just have to set your DVR for extra. And while a lot of cable shows, I can push to a later recording if I need to for space. I don't ever push MTV because if I don't record it that first night, there's no guarantee it's going to actually air when they say it's going to re-air. No, right. And that's, that's, my, so, that's my concern. So that's really my only – that's actually my only complaint about the show and it has nothing to do with not, the show. Right. It's the network. It's, it's the network. Right. And, and actually I, I think I, I want to put this in my initial thoughts mm-hmm. is that uh, Awkward is so good of a show, it deserves better than MTV. It does. I wish it got and, upgraded to some channel that – it but here's it. the thing, though. What other ne- I'm trying to, but this is the thing. After I said that, what other yeah. network would let that show be what it is? Oh, that's true. I mean, it's edgy. It's and edgy. That has to be on for its age group, right? And I mean, the audience. You could probably find a similar audience on ABC Family, I guess, but they'd have to tone it down, and, way down, right? Which we don't want them to do. So yeah, yeah exactly. I guess that kind of it, it doesn't really fit with an existing network profile, right? And the other thing so. I find very interesting is uh, the show is only edgy when it needs to be, but it's not edgy in every episode. No, and it's I, not I appreciate that gratuitous. It really isn't because I think for the first time they ever, I'm sure they probably had the power to always like 
say the F word and then bleep it out. But I, I remember even in season one, they said ass damn, they did some well, sexual we've stuff. we've talked about this a couple weeks ago that this is a new trend on shows to toss in curse words and beat them out. Even yeah. the network shows are doing it. Well, but see, Up All Night does it. Yeah, but see, that's me. It feels blatant. This one felt yeah. very like... No, it was, it, MTV uses it. Ming, it was yeah. Ming and she was like... Oh my fucking god! And because like, it was yeah. it was a very shocking moment. And MTV it was, uses it to make the or awkward uses it to make the language authentic to the teenagers. And I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I do too. And so that's what I'm saying. It, it was edgy when it had to be, and it felt right for the character and for the moment. Mm-hmm. But a lot of shows. Well, yeah, that was another argument. Up all night. I just mm, yeah. Anyway, I know. What were you going to say? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, that's I was okay. On a roll, we though. were talking about cable shows and speaking of cable shows. When we mentioned TBS, I was going to say speaking of bad cable shows, but we got back to awkward and awkward. It's not bad. So, oh, yeah, but anyway, definitely. speaking yeah. of bad uh, uh, cable shows, The X's, which stars Donald Fazian Aww, from Scrubs, yeah, they brought on Zach, Zach Braff. Braff. I heard it was and actually funny. I watched just the scenes with him because I tried watching the whole episode, and it still is a terrible, terrible show. But he was really good. He played this like tennis pro that came in, and Donald Fazian thought he was all about the ladies, but he was secretly gay and hitting on Donald Fazian's roommate. Yeah, and apparently he's like, yeah, we've known each other for years or eight right. years. Oh, it was how long the show. I remember when you were just a dumb intern or whatever. Yeah, no, they did do a little Scrubs reference in there. But Zach Braff was wonderful, and it was nice to see Chocolate Bear together again. Aww, with his buddy. They, they should do a movie called uh, Eagle and Chocolate Bear. Eagle. <laughs> Hello, chocolate bear. Uh, yeah, but... Um, he should have drank an apple teeny in the show, though. Apple he didn't. Was it? We got that at the... Someone said that... Uh, someone was making fun of me for drinking the apple teeny again. Was that at the birthday party? Yeah. You Who? drank an apple teeny at the birthday party. Yeah, but party. I don't remember anyone making... I think I told I someone else. I was like... you making fun. Uh, by the way, uh, best... That was actually a lot of fun. Was, was uh, fun. you, Morgan, and I, and, and your brother, Willie. On the race cars? On, on the race cars. Oh, that was because fun. usually... Morgan never wins anything, and she won two out of that three. That pissed me off, too. No, because, because she... I'm happy for her. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She actually had a really good time. She That's not really her scene. She doesn't like doing that kind of thing, and she actually had fun. Yeah, but I, I did kick her ass at Connect Four, which... Oh, well. Really? <laughs> really? Because you even you were like, don't go there, and she went there. And then and then <laughs> Connect Four, for me... <laughs> But, but the thing is, is I'm not going to use any of the tickets, so I gave her the tickets. Which Aww. Did she get anything nice with it? She got... Oh, no, she got that little... Oh, my God. She got that, that little, little bug like to fuck, play with the cats. And that thing looked like a fucking cockroach. It does look like cockroach. And uh, then she got some candy, which for her is, a- is exactly what she wanted. So. Well, I'm glad someone had... But did the birthday boy have a good, good he birthday? Did. He's a, he did. He's a friend of ours. Uh, he Chris. is a friend. Oh... <laughs> his what? wife's in a feud on Facebook. I should probably talk about that off the air with you. Okay. With a local restaurant place. Oh, it's. I'll no, tell you. That's pretty hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's not her fault. She's being fine. I'll, we'll talk about it. Okay. After. Uh, but uh, well, what we'll do is. Um, before we go any further, because we, we we've seen some shows that haven't aired yet. And, uh, are we going to take a break? Or are we we're going to take a break. And then we'll come back and with then, TV? And we'll come back with even more TV. More TV. More TV. All right, we'll be right back after this. No matter what you say about us, this is absolute lunacy, folks. And no matter how you say it. If someone says conversate, it is not a word. How do you like this crazy show, honey? The show is a disaster. We have got to put a stop to this, folks. Remember, remember, we encourage it. You're not conversating with me. You're either conversing or you're communicating. TalkSuperStation.com. Well, I better get on the air. Who knows? Uh, somebody might be listening. Talk. This is bull capital S with a hit. Spoken here. 
You know what book I just read? What? The Hunger Games. Oh, that movie was Ooh. fantastic, but uh, I heard the book was way better. Mm, me too. It was fantastic, actually. Yeah, I just wish I could read it. I don't have time to read it or any book, really. Yeah, well, it's just hard for Nate and I to, to get a book in because it was student teaching and, you know, with my job and everything. I get it, guys. I do. With being married and having a little girl and running a business, I'm busy all the time, too. That is why I listen to audiobooks on my MP3 player. It helps me stay in touch with books I want to read and allows me to fit it in between the rest of my responsibilities. That is why, for some of you listening to the Good, the Bad, and the Geeky podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. Oh, wow. I was able to sign up and get a free copy of a Game of Thrones. Do they have, like, a Bossy Pants by Tina Fey? You bet your sweet bippy they do. Awesome. So if you'd like to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky. Again, that's www.audibletrial.com forward slash goodbadgeeky for your free audiobook. And we're back. Are we? We are. We're um, not front? No, we're not front either. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm really sad. Sort of sad about that. Uh are you really sad or are you sort of sad? I'm sort of sad. I You're just kind realized of in between it make up your mind. I'm a little sad. Let me tell you why. Is that I put back some potato chips at uh-huh. the grocery store because I knew I didn't need them, but now I wish I was having them oh, right now. I'm sorry. I think I might just go out and get some more. Okay. Mm. Right now? Yeah, sure. Let's go. <laughs> let's just finish the show first. Okay. Are you just going to leave it recording? See ya. Okay. So Nick's gone. So now we can talk about him. Um he did go down the stairs. I don't know where he's going. I mean, this studio is is very near a grocery store if you'd like to go. Oh, he's coming back. And he does not have any chips in his hand. No, I, I was. Wouldn't that be funny if I actually just did? I'm and let it record for 10 minutes of blank space blank and then space, posted and then it? Like, no, you would, you, would have handled, you would have done fine, Jimmy. Uh, I think you would have handled the show very well. I don't think I could well. have handled it by myself. We tried that once, remember? I tried to do a show by myself. No, you had Nathan and John there. No, no, I, not a good, bad, and geeky. I tried oh, to do a podcast with out. just me, and it didn't work. Okay. You know what the problem with the show was? Is that it was just me? It was just you. Right. But no, was, no, no, you were trying to make it gimmicky because you, you felt awkward because it was just you. I felt very awkward. It doesn't have to be that way, Jimmy. You got to talk to somebody. You can't just talk yourself. That's when, you know what? You should get a dummy, like in the ventriloquist, and like he can boss you around. I just had, had my Uncle Patrick do it with me. There you go. And then nobody would have listened <laughs> instead of the 15 people that li- did listen. Oh, man. But no, uh, that gag didn't agree with But we, 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 uh, we watched today, we watched Parenthood. We, the first two episodes. First two episodes. And when this posts, you're still a week out from the first episode. That's right. And, okay, you know what? I, I, don't, I know we said we weren't, but I don't care. No, you can't spoil it. Yes, I can. No, you can't. You can no, say there's a there's, melodramatic there's, there's, twist. No, there's spoilers. There are spoilers <laughs> about episode two of Parenthood. Do not tell them the twist. Why? Because it's not cool. It is cool. We won't get to watch things early if we spoil twists like that. No, no, that's not true. It is true, and it's not. And, you're a liar. And the the fans of Parenthood out there do not deserve to have that spoiled. Someone story. gets sick. It's true, and that's all you need to know. And that's all it's you need. It's just know. it's just a little frustrating because the show's so good, and then you throw in stuff like that that feels forced to make extra drama. I. But it's still going to tug your heartstrings because you know they're going to do it right and they're going to do it in a way that's going to... See, I didn't think it felt forced. I did. I was like, no, seriously, no. That bothered me. That started to go into brothers and sisters territory. 
See, the, see, I didn't think that was bad because didn't they? Well, maybe it's just because the first episode back did feel like it was three hours long. And I don't it know did why. feel long, and nothing like super big or important happened in it. It was just well, a Maddie basic left for episode. college. Well, Hattie. Matt, whatever. Hattie, yeah, and Maddie, Hattie, 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 it's Hattie. It's not Daddy, whatever. Um, and that was sweet and everything. Uh, and they did a nice little goodbye for her. Yeah, but and they introduced the kid living with Joel. And we met him at the very end of last season. Yeah, but season. we didn't. That's the thing. There's a time jump. It's literally just a couple, it's like It's like, like a week. Month. No, he'd been living with him for five months. So it's been five months. Right. Because if you remember, Parenthood left the air at the end of February last year. Oh, wow. So they actually took on like. Because they only did time. a 15 episode season. And same thing's going to happen this year. It'll be off by February. But uh, let's talk about Ray Romano because Ray <laughs> he Romano, was good in the first episode. He was great in the second episode. Well, let's just let's just say this: Ray Romano should always be on TV. It's true. That's why I said he should never be unemployed. Because you know, I liked everybody loves Raymond a lot. When I heard yeah. he was doing a drama for TNT called Men of a Certain Age, I was a little bit hesitant. But he was top notch in that. And then he was like the best of the celebrities that guest starred in the Office's season finale he was, a year yeah. ago, a year and a half ago. And then this, yeah. he was just so good in Parenthood that even though you don't want Jason Ritter to go away ever, at the same time you're like, it's well, very obvious that it's Ray there. Romano and he's fantastic. So, well, see, I'm so that. Well, we, I, I will say this, uh, Hattie, Hattie, yes, whatever, Hattie. Jesus, um, leaves at the end of the first episode. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, maybe. They might bring some one of somebody in to replace her, at least nope. the, as a cast member, because that, that's what I would do. I'm like, look, you're going to be way at college for most of the season, right? Um, I think I'll, we're supposed to see her a few times, but we're not going to follow her to college and like make that a big plot point. So, right, that's what I'm saying. I think that would be a, a good opportunity to keep I'm her around sure. as a guest star, but not take her. But, right, it, she's still in the opening credits. But they can only put the family in the opening credits. So until somebody like marries into the family, I mean, Joy Bryant was in there, but before she married in, but she was the mother of Crosby's son. So that's you can't just stick Ray Romano into that theme song. It I don't want work. Ray Romano in there. Okay, you can't just stick Jason Ritter. Well, you could stick Jason Ritter because they're engaged. The whole argument of the first episode, Family Portrait, could be made for the theme song. Yeah, yeah, because I. And maybe that was what the whole but thing was really about. Jason Ritter, it? I'm sure, would be paid far more than Sarah Ramos, so it's not an even trade. I understand that, but that's still the extra money they could go for that guest star. They could parlay that into his – I don't know. You just want him signed full-time. I do because Everybody, even even if he's do. not a lead in the show – or as like a main family member because you know uh, he could be like Sam Yeager, Joel, where he's there a lot, but he doesn't have a lot of plot a lot. Joel. Oh, Sam Yeager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I I, bl- I literally blanked for one second. Like, who the fuck's Sam? Oh, and you love shit. him. So. Matter of fact, we, we had this discussion as the show was going on. I'm like, uh, I'm like that. they should beat the fuck out of that little <laughs> <laughs> Because he's just acting so like a dick. Yeah, like, but he's like, also a little kid. And you know, and I don't you care. You know what? The, Whedon's law is don't be a dick. Sorry. There. There's Whedon's law. There it is. Don't Sometimes be a dick. Sometimes it's necessary. That's what I'm saying. They need to be a dick. Yes. Beat the shit. Well, okay. If you're a dick, you don't need to beat the Sam, shit out of any kid. Sam Yeager need, can beat the shit out of him. No, you don't beat the shit out of him. Okay. Kid. Considering how they, but that's the thing that was you that give him a little spanking, but you don't need to beat the shit out of him. Okay. To me, a spanking would be beating the shit out of him no. because I don't really, I don't agree with spanking. So to me, that is already beating the shit out of him, even though mm-hmm. it's really not. 
It's not like, I'm not talking about like fire and brimstone, like literally beat the shit out of his ass. Even with some broken ribs in the hospital. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. that That's like fucking judgment day. Kind of like beat the shit out of him. I'm talking about like, you know, spank him. Don't, don't let him sit there. Like he stole the fucking lizard. Don't. Yeah. And they never did resolve that. That bothered me a little bit. There was no like taking it back and apologizing like you'd expect. Or, so maybe it's maybe he didn't take it, or maybe they he left it, it open. He to, took it. Maybe no, he did because we saw it. We didn't see him take the lizard. No, but we saw the lizard in his house. Who else would have taken it? The daughter. No, she didn't. You don't know that. Remember what, what did Max say? Max always said, "You know what? I'm going to call it." That's the big twist. Is that it's going to come down? I don't to, think it's going to come back into the I, story at I th- all. I think it will. I think there was probably a scene where he returned it and they cut it because it wasn't necessary. Maybe, or I, I think that maybe the daughter took it because Max. They've already let, done the her acting out. Maybe I don't. But think not acting out because if she actually she actually has a brother now, not because whatever else. And they already did the that plot with her, and I, he. You could see the kid wanted the lizard when Max went let him hold it, and was hurt by Max's words. So I feel like that I'm was just saying. I'm just saying. Well, hey. you know, as dismissive as I am, you called it on suits. That's so. what I'm saying. Don't give me. And you're you're actually probably right. They probably because they actually probably did shoot a scene. But I'm just saying. That would be maybe like a weird little twist, which is they things start working out with one kid, and the mm-hmm. other kid starts going down a different path. And then what's going to happen is, is that uh, or this person who has a lot of stress now. Uh, don't spoil it. Don't it's spoil it. It's kind of hard, man. Well, you don't need to talk about Yes, that. I do, because I'm, t- I'm telling you, that's probably what's going to happen, is that that character is going to freak out because they stole... Max's lizard, no. and she's going to have a mental fucking breakdown, or no. it, or it, she's going to treat it like she's going to be really moody or emotional <laughs> about it, and it's, and then she's and at the end of the episode, everything's going to be okay because she's like, I'm just really stressed out because I have this and and but but and this, and I'm just really sorry. A woman doesn't need to have a disease to be stressed out and crazy. That's just a woman. Oh, zing, <laughs> yeah. bazinga, bazinga. Uh, I will say that we were we were making uh, those jokes. Anti-feminists. Well, well, we the argument came down to, uh, and this is a spoiler alert. Episode two, uh, uh, the girl breaks up with Drew. Oh yeah. And even though they've been showing that in the promos all summer long, they I don't the, watch promos. I didn't see yes, that, but I do. So I knew it was coming. Okay. And even I was just like, they're going to break up. And you're like, yeah, probably. And like, even though I, because I know you haven't seen the promos, but like, even you were just like, yeah, probably. They're gonna, well, yeah, they're the gonna way they up. were acting and everything. Well, yeah, but even, but that was before, that's what I'm saying, before we popped in the DVD, I was like, I bet they're going to break up. And you're like, yeah, probably. Probably. Maybe. They're teenagers. They're teenagers. Yeah. But uh, that led into a little jokey conversation of uh, women are, are, you know, fuck women. And well, blah, 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 blah. Because Ray Romano's character kind of took that stance. And then and then Ray Romano came in and you're just like, no, look, bitches just be crazy. <laughs> you didn't say that, but you're like, no, women are crazy naturally. Don't yes. worry about it. We'll never learn. And then Ray Romano, he's like, well, uh, and I started, I don't know, I didn't, I, I tried to stop doing it after the first episode, which is I, I think I can do a decent on and off Ray Romano. And so I'm trying to listen to what, what, how Ray was saying things. So I was like speaking to the TV because when Ray would say a line, I was like, uh, yeah, come on in. Uh, oh, I don't know. I was trying to do Ray Romano, and uh, but he was just like, uh, yeah, what you should do 
is, you know, sleep with her best friend and that will that will make everything better. And I was like, that's good fucking advice. And you're like, no. No, no, That's horrible not. But then he gave good advice. But then he did give good advice. Because see, like, the joke is, yeah, that would be true. The, the, real, the real truth of the matter is it's okay to be sad and then you should get off the ground and get onto a new horse and yes, ride. Yes, if you're 17, that. that doesn't mean necessarily you need to go have sex. That was no, where we got does. into a disagreement. Well, yes, but it's better... If there's sex involved. Not when you're 17. Why? To you. I disagree. I don't think teenagers should be having sex. College, 19, okay, fine. But mm. I do not. I think this is coming from the, the, from the perspective of someone who didn't have sex until after they were out of high school. Right. And someone, and, and see, you, we, are the road, we are the path not taken for each other, which is I didn't either, but I wish I did. And you're just like. I'm glad how it worked I out. I had opportunity to, and I passed it up. And was this the older woman? Well, that was one of the instances. There were a couple. But at the same time, the opportunity that I had never felt right, and I was also scared. I'll admit it. I think we've all learned a lot today. <laughs> uh, but I no, I don't believe teenager kids in high school should not be having sex. That's my. I opinion. think it's part of the whole experience. No, though. I I disagree. I think they're too young to understand it, and I think it messes. Well, it does mess with shit up. I mean, I remember we had a mutual friend who had already had sex uh, by the time I met her, and like I remember, I was with her and her other friend, and. She was literally, I think she was a senior at that time. She mm-hmm. went to her boyfriend's house who she'd been fucking this entire time. And I remember she, there was another girl at, at, at the guy's house and I was in the car and it was literally like, Grant, I'm like, what? I'm like two years, three years older than her. And I'm, and me, me and this other girl are watching her have a mental breakdown, be, uh, what feels like a mental breakdown because it's devastating to walk in on somebody. And this would be for anybody, but like, but because she thought they were having sex, that they were they were exclusive, mm. and 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 that in that regard, I would say you're a little bit right. But I think that's the whole thing: is that this stuff has to happen. And thing is, this stuff has always been happening since the fifties. It's just it's it's I know. the media not wasn't, just since the fifties for well all. since always. It's like e gods. That's medieval woman over there. She looks bossa nova. Now I don't know why I, I, I mix sixties with medieval times, but I don't know go. either. Uh, no, I'm not saying that we should like pass laws against it, or I'm not saying that parents need to get firm and spy on their kids all the time. I'm just saying, as a teenager, you should not have sex. You are you were saying you were spying. No, I'm not spying. I don't even have kids. So if you're if your kid, uh, let's say let's go with he's a guy. And he comes home and he's like, Dad, I wait, have sex wait. with a girl. It's a guy, you high five him. If it's a girl, you ground him for life. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, but seriously, I, I, I'm intrigued by this. Would, your, uh, would, would you have a different reaction probably if it was a girl than, I, than a son? I don't think so. I think I would try to teach my children not to do it that young. But if they do it, I mean, you can't control their every move. Do it. And- do it. Okay. Uh, we watched some other pilots. Well, oh, uh, that's Parenthood's God. not pilot. We've watched some pilots and of we, some we, new shows. we disagree on this one, too. Um, well, we watched how many? We watched, what, three? I thought we had three. Why am I thinking three? I only knew of two. We watched The Mini Project and, and Men and Kate. Kate. Okay, I thought there was another one, but now I can't think of anything. Well, I hope there was another one because I didn't watch not it. Not one that I sent you. Uh, oh, then I feel. Well, then what the fuck? Yeah, let me talk about that show. No, I'm that trying I to. Didn't know no, 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 I'm trying to think if there was something else we watched 
for some reason, I was thinking there was. Never mind. Okay. Good job. I guess I'm probably thinking of Go On and Animal Practice, which we talked about before because right, we've yeah. already seen them. Yeah. Um, but we watched Ben and Kate and The Mindy Project. Yeah. Which both do not premiere yet, but they're already on Hulu, so you have the opportunity to go watch them. It's not like that's one of our secret exclusive things like Parenthood that you yeah. can't have access to. I, uh... Hmm. We, okay, both which, of us agree that neither one of them are very good, yeah. so let's start from that point. Okay. We disagree over which is worse, yeah. but we both agree that neither one of them are very good. But you and I had a similar agreement, though, on the on, on Ben and Kate. Well, we both love the little girl. She's fucking adorable. Oh, yeah. She's she in was in... Zoo. Yeah, and that's I love what, that That's movie. what she was in, and I remember when you said that, I was like, I've seen this little girl before. What have I seen her in? And I something pointed at the DVD and no, said... No, no. I was watching... I want to watch it yesterday. I, the whole time, I'm like, that little girl is fucking precious. Where yeah. have I seen her at before? And then when you saw it, I was like... God damn it. It, yeah. it was right there on and my And she's fantastic she for as young as she is. She, she is, is great. She is. But um, you and I, though, the similar thing we both said, which is the guy who plays Ben, he feels like he, or the character in general, feels like the, the chemistry is decent enough that it feels like they should be love interests, not Instead brothers. of brother and sister. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. And I thought Ben and Kate got better as it went on. I thought when the episode started, it was terrible. And then as it went on, I started to see the connection between Ben and Kate. Because at first they almost presented it like Ben was this big screw-up and Kate had it all together, which is not the case at all. They both are big screw-ups. But I love that line about you only made one mistake in your life and she was the best thing that ever happened to you about her daughter. Yeah. That was a good line. See, I don't like – But as it went on, there was heart. I, no, I, I did start to like them, and I like Lucy Punch a lot as their friend. Well, I like Lucy Punch, but I just – I don't know. It just it, – okay. I'm gonna, I'm, I, I think it's point. got potential. I think it – now, see, I think Ben and Kate didn't have any potential, and I thought the mini project had way more potential, but the problem was – I don't know, but see, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and say that the Lucy Punch's character was like Lori's character in Cougar Town, which is I did not like Lori in the first, in the pilot episode of Cougar Town. Mm-hmm. I thought because I actually liked all the side characters except for Lori mm-hmm. in Cougar Town. But again, though, that's when the show was a completely different beast, and that, that right. got fixed. And I now adore Lori, right, um, to an extent. Uh, <laughs> I, well, no, I think there are times where the writers don't really know what they want to make her or keep her as, mm-hmm. like the like whether to let her grow or keep her static for the joke yeah and i think that it's because the thing is what's great is that uh, uh no, see i disagree i feel like whatever it looks like is fantastic. What, she Do is both. busy phillips and busy i feel phillips, like when they keep her the static i feel like it's her coping mechanism and that the actress has played it in such a way that you know the genuine moments are genuine and whenever she actually well, ridiculous, say, it's like, part of her covering up her pain see i i when you said that i try to watch i try to remember mm-hmm. that but it and Busy plays it so well that I, I – but the writing doesn't really seem to reinforce that. And I think that's the thing. If they would reinforce mm-hmm. that – because I think Busy does play it like that. But the problem is, is that I don't think the writing is up to step with that. And no offense to Lawrence or Beagle's writing staff, but I, I think that would be my only really complaint with Lori. Because actually all the other characters – because this last season has really been about – especially with Brian Van Holt's character, yeah. Bobby – is leveling him out with all the other characters. Right. Um, and, and I think that, you know, if they could maybe just go one little extra mile for Lori, they don't even have to get her and, and Travis together, even though I would really like that. Yeah. Um, uh, they don't have to. As long as they do that, I would feel better. But in terms of Ben and Kate, uh, maybe that's I'm, – I'm hoping that's what it is. But really, I just didn't like the show. I just – well, I just – I didn't like the guy playing Ben. Maybe that's what it was. I just – like he was okay, but it felt like he—it just felt like he was in something else. 
And it's not just the, the, the way the role was written. It felt like he was in something else. Like, he was in the screwball comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's like he was trying to channel Ryan Reynolds and, like, no offense, man. You don't... Ryan Reynolds, I believe, can... It's like Patrick Stewart or Samuel Jackson. They can pick up a phone book and they can read it and just sound awesome. Ryan Reynolds can do snark. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And it felt like he was trying to be, like, I'm snarky guy. I'm snarky, snarky guy with a heart of gold. And it just didn't feel like it worked for me. I the ending now the they, ending worked. The ending they brought in the emotion, and that's when it got good. But the thing is, up to that point, up to I, that point, I didn't give a shit. Of, I didn't, right? I, didn't, I, I, I care. That's why I'm the saying where there's potential because once they added in the heart, I, I did start to care, and I did start to but like it. It took was it twenty three out of twenty four minutes to do that? That's well, I think bad. about the last three or four. Uh, for me, the heart started when he skipped blood crashing the wedding to save his sister and, and then yeah, they eventually crashed the wedding coming. i know but that's, that's the, when uh, it started and i see i felt indifferent about whereas that. the mindy project the my problem with the mindy project is they don't know what to do with mindy like she is a doctor she should not be living in this fantasy world where she thinks it's going to be a romantic comedy her life like she and she tosses the pop culture references like kelly kapoor but her character isn't goofy enough like Kelly, to get away with tossing them. So it feels like she's torn between trying to make this goofy sitcom character and, like, making her something real. And if she would stop being... uh, she's, It's just not realistic to believe that she has this worldview given what she is and in their position. And if they'd let her embrace the career and the friendly competition with the real romantic interest and stuff a bit more, it would be a better show. I, I, and it may see, still do that. that. This is a pilot. You know, first episodes can suck and right. the show can still wind up being great. Well, see, I think that was the thing is that I, I thought Ben and Kate had a lot more work going. It had a lot more work needed. While, while the mini project, it felt like all the pieces are already there. You already have the cast there. The general concept oh, is they there. They had such a great supporting cast. Stephen Mindy Tomlosky, that they, and uh, Richard Schiff. Richard Schiff. And um, there was another one that I wanted to mention. Uh, I don't know, but they were showing like great supporting cast members who had nothing to the do. The guy who's in the newsroom. Oh, yeah. I forget his name. Um, but, yeah, but he, and he was also in Six Feet Under. Six Feet Under, yeah. yeah. No, and they've got great characters, but they didn't use any of them in the pilot. It was all about Mindy and taking it in a way that did not feel real or I – mean, it just felt ridiculous. Well, okay. And Ed Helms guest starred in the pilot. Yeah. Bill Hader guest starred in the pilot. Yeah. And I thought uh, Ed Helms was the only one that made sort of sense. She that, had no chemistry with either one of them, Bill Hader or Ed well, Helms. No, I'm I, not saying it's her fault. It, it was the way it was to. written. I know, but the way it was written, it did not – I don't know. It just no, didn't I, work. I agree, but I don't think we're supposed to see any of those characters again. It, no. Well, maybe Bill Hader, but not Well, no, no, I don't think – no. And I still have faith in Mindy herself because I really like a lot of what the writing she's done in The Office. I love the character of Kelly Kapoor. I do. I now what okay now this now I knew that the show was called something else. Did it bother you that it's called the Mindy Project? No, because it bothers the fuck out of me. Because it was actually called something else that had right. to do with being a doctor. Well, I know, but it, the way they presented the pilot, which again is not the way I think they should take the show, they set it up like she needs to work on herself and to make herself into what she needs to but be. Is, but her and so that's not called Mindy, though. Yes, it is. Her name's Mindy. Oh, is it? Yeah. So calling it the Mindy Project to me is saying that they're going to let this character grow and evolve into what she should be, which is what the show needs to do. I just didn't see any of that in the first episode. Yeah. All right. It almost felt like they were trying really too hard to be scrubs. I didn't see that at all. Well, she has daydreams. She's really big into pop culture references, but no one else is. She sort of is trying to work on herself Mm -hmm. and be a better – and she's a doctor. It just felt like it was writing a – 
I don't know. Like that, the thing where the, where she's talking to the doll at the bottom of the pool, the Barbie yeah, doll. Yeah, that was weird. That was and weird. And, and that's the thing is that none of it was funny. The, actually, the only mm-hmm. stuff I thought that was really good was the scene at the very end. Again, was the scene at the very end, the thing with Tobolowsky. But I think that's because Stephen Tobolowsky, again, I, I, I'm a little biased. I, I like Stephen Tobolowsky a uh, Who lot. doesn't like him? If you do, you're, if you don't like him. Well, let stupid. me put it this way. It was a, fantastic. It was, I guess it was a real scene, which is he was not cruel. He was not right. mean. And the thing is, as, as a very nice guy myself, mm. that is something I would do, which is I think the dress looks very sparkly. Yes. And you're just and without saying, yeah, and of course the one guy's like, yeah, he doesn't like it. <laughs> He's just being nice. And yeah. Yeah, which that's that's true, and, and he, he keeps deflecting the right. question. He's like, "I think you're going to have a great time on your date tonight." Yes. Yeah, and see, um, see, that's sort of funny. That was, but that was again, nice. I think it's not the writing. I think it was more the, the, the performance and how it all. I, I maybe both does. of those shows I could see being okay. It just depends what direction they take them in. Yeah. I'll give them a few episodes. Yeah, I, well, I would give way more. I think okay, I think I would give more of a chance to Mini Project than I would Ben and Kate though. I don't. I don't know. Like, I just the the one guy playing Ben just rubs me the wrong way. Like, I don't know what it is like to the point where I do not like him. I just don't think he works for the role. And I, I don't know. Okay. I, I just it it bugs me. It bugs me. Oh, um, did you have anything else you want to add about those shows? Not those shows. No. Um, I finally caught up. Uh, I hope you've watched this. Did you watch the finale of episodes? Yeah. Okay. Because it just aired this last Sunday, right? Yeah, last week. A yeah, week. last week. Well, when this airs, it will have been like nine days ago. Oh, oh well. Um, it, people have had plenty of time to catch up on their DVRs mm-hmm. and watch it. Um, what did you think of the finale? I thought like on paper it was really good. Mm-hmm. But like the final fight was funny, but it, it, it funny. could have been way better. I, I felt like there was a... This was, was a little bigger episode than season one's finale. Like, they tried to raise the stakes a bit. I feel like they set up a great season three. Yeah, I, I agree. Should yeah, they go right. forward? And I really hope they do. They haven't been renewed yet, as far as I could tell. I, I don't think they have. I Googled, but, and I couldn't find anything. But um, I think if it, if it does get renewed, it'll probably be it, but more because it's a huge hit in, 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 in England. In England, yeah. Good, because it should be a huge hit here. I mean, the cast is fantastic. The writing's wonderful. Yeah, I, um, I adore it. I, John Pankow, who plays Merc Lapidus, is fucking brilliant. But I, I know you hate him. You have to hate him. That's the way he's played. But his breakdown where he's just like, like the sounds and stuff he was making, you have to have major respect for the actor for committing to it and doing it so well. Yeah. Like, you hate the character, but he, that actor, deserves tons of respect for Oh, it. totally. And I, and, uh, I, and I think he'll stick. I, I don't think he'll be gone for season three. I really want to see uh, his girlfriend in charge, Carol. Yeah. And him being, like, the hanger-on who's dating her just so he can try to control and keep the power. Yeah. And she'll have to fight that balance. But I, I hope she sticks to her guns and doesn't take him back, even though she probably will. I just remember watching and I'm laughing at the, the whole bit where they're fighting. He's fighting Matt. Yeah. And I'm just like, it just felt like it's not that it's not funny. And it wasn't. It was funny. It, was it just funny. felt like I think maybe if they had another director, it probably could have had a, it could have been more side splitting. Okay. Because, I liked the fight scene. No, I did. No, no. You misrepresent me. Again, the script itself for it, I'm sure, is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about the way it was shot. It was funny, but I think they could have got bigger laughs from it. Okay. I don't know really. I can't back that up. But like, mm-hmm. 
I, I didn't realize probably until literally right before the fight ended that, and I went back and rewatched it, that the opera is underscoring the entire thing, but you can barely hear it. Mm-hmm. That And also, it just seems awkwardly handled like, like I would make it more fluid if I was doing it, or I would get someone who would make it more fluid with, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> That could have been, yeah, okay. That's what, that's what I'm saying. And saying. I, I'm just saying, and when I watch that, I, in my mind, I'm going like, that, and I, I'm sure on the page, that's mm-hmm. what they were going for. Yeah. Especially the one like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's dragging him by the arm. Yeah. And I, yeah. I loved Bev getting elbowed in the face. Oh, I did too. And, 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 and him jumping up to get him. And I I actually really liked that they included that shot of Morning and her brother. And Morning's like, well, I guess we don't need to stick around or whatever. And they just left. Yeah. I, no, I, I, I see. I, I liked all of that. I yeah. thought, that's what I'm saying. I'm just talking about in terms of the fight. Yeah. I guess... It was there was potential there for better, but that I should lo- have been scored with the music more. Well, I, or not, maybe just the the camera, something, mm-hmm. something fell a little off. But beyond that, I absolutely loved it, it and great. it was one of those shows that I had all the episodes even before the finale aired, and I held off. Yeah, until literally yesterday, um, oh. and before recording this week's episode, and I finally watched them, and I was like, "Why did I wait this long?" Because yeah. I don't know. There's sometimes shows where I'm just like, "Man." I want to watch it, but like I just yeah. I'm not in the mood right now. And then once when I watched, I was like, "Why did I not feel in the mood?" Right? Yeah. Anger, Other- anger management got the back ninety. What's that? Anger management got the back ninety. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I did hear that, and that makes me weep. It's not a terrible show. Oh, it's not a great show, but it's not, not a, a terrible show. show. Not it's show. not nearly as bad as Two and a Half Men. It's way better than that show. It's way better than that pile of crap. I don't know. I'd rather see Two and a Half Men. No, Two and a Half Men, men sucks so bad. Every bit of, that I've ever seen of it. I can see as you're holding the table for moral support. Ugh, I just, just hate just, Two and a Half Men. I, I enjoy I hate, Anger hatred Management. Hatred seeds to Jimmy. I enjoy Anger Management. Just like Batman I won't say when it's you can't great. tell what he's doing. You're like, um, But the only other, the other show I'd like to talk about a little mm. bit, even though you haven't seen it because you don't watch it, is Breaking Bad. No, no, we were going to talk about this a little bit. Yeah. Only because I, I brought up, is it was on Twitter last night, which is, and this is true. Mike Royce said it, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, this is so fucking that. true, which is someone in the writer's room, it, it must it was like, oh, look what I found on iTunes, boys, or Spotify. And it's like, crystal blue persuasion. And Vince looking project around. I was like, genius. Yeah. That yeah. was a wonderful use of music. No, right. And I'm just like, that is actually pretty good. Because when someone told mm-hmm. me the, the meth looked blue, like little blue crystals, I was yeah, like... that was back in season one. Back in season one, right. I was just like, they should fucking use this song and they, they never did until now. Well, it makes me mad that they split the final season among between two summers, just like I, Battlestar Galactica did. Yes, but... Because you but got, the thing is, I think the guys got, who did Battlestar Galactica knew what they were doing. Sci-Fi Channel was like, made them do that. I think this out. is more This like, is more Vince Gilligan I asking think, for yeah, more time yeah. to craft the perfect ending. I mean, we only got eight episodes this summer, and now we have to wait a whole year for the last eight. It drives me crazy because these eight were really, really good. I mean, the whole show has been good. But in this eight, we had Walt, who is now the bad guy. And that's what they talked about in this final season. They were talking about what kind of bad guy could they get after they killed off Gus Fring. And they're like, we don't need to get somebody. Walt is now the bad guy. And Walt tries to continue Gus's business with two partners, Jesse. Mm-hmm. And Mike, who was Gus's right hand man. But then Jesse. Well, that's got- what I'm saying. The, the, the three of them create the business, but immediately things start to go wrong. Um, they bring in Jesse Plemons from Friday Night Lights, and he was in that show you liked with Amanda Pete last spring. Yeah. Uh, he's in the show now, Ooh. and he has kind of joined their crew. And in an episode, they actually had a train robbery, which was really cool. They had to empty, like, 
methylene out of a tank on a train that they managed to stop and then fill it with water, what they had taken so that nobody would know that it had been stolen and they thought China just sold them a watered-down batch. Um, it was really cool. But as right after that happened, Jesse Plemons from that show, a, a kid comes up on his motorcycle and Jesse Plemons pulls a gun and kills him. And he's like, you said, nobody can know. And Jesse, the character just snapped at that point and said, this is it. I can't take this. You're killing a child. I'm out. And Mike, the, the, uh, Walt's brother-in-law, who's the DA agent started cracking down on Mike. He finally got it in against Mike. And so Mike was being watched closely by the law. So he's like, I need to get out too. Because it's going to come crashing down. And Walt wouldn't let them get out. And he really like put down his foot and sabotaged their deal they made to get out. Because it was going to force him out as well. And then he ended up killing Mike. And then ordering the deaths of nine other people. So Walt goes total badass. And then won't even pay Jesse to quit. Just goes off on Jesse. And sends him away. And so you get this. To the end of the eight episodes, Walt has basically his wife's told him she's terrified of him and considers herself a hostage will not allow their children to live in their home because she's afraid somebody's going to show up at the door with a gun. So she's made the kids live with the in-laws and made up an excuse all this time. She, I mean, Jesse does, when Walt knocks on Jesse's door, he goes and gets a gun before he answers the door because he's scared of Walt and they've built this whole thing up where Walt realizes, and then Walt's wife shows him this ginormous pile of cash that he's been giving to her that she can't launder because he just keeps giving her too much money. And she's like, this is more than we can spend in 10 lifetimes. When's it going to be enough? Yeah. When are you going to stop? And you don't think Walt's going to stop because he likes the power. He likes the, and he talks about this, that he's not in the meth business, not in the money business. He's in the empire business. He wants to build an empire. And I think finally losing Jesse is what snaps him out of it a little bit. And when he realizes Jesse's not coming back and Jesse Plemons, he tries to put in as a replacement, but it's just not the same. And so Walt decides to give it up and get his family back and pays Jesse the money owed to him and tries to make amends with Jesse. And you're like, okay, I'm, I'm not sure I buy it, but okay. I'm glad that he's coming to his senses, even though I'm, I kind of think it could be an act and he's going to do it secretly somehow. But then right when you're like, okay, he's going to have this happy ending that his brother-in-law finds out this whole time. that Walt's Right. And it like brings everything full circle. And now you know the last eight episodes are going to be about his brother-in-law's torment of whether to turn him in and then how to hunt him down. Does it's Walt gonna be, know that, that he knows? No. Walt just left. Walt became so overconfident in everything that he got away with this. He got sloppy and he left a book Gus had given him with an inscription in the bathroom. And even though it doesn't have Gus or Walt's name in it, it said GF and WW and something clicked in Hank's brain. And we already know that Hank's this brilliant detective. They've really set it up to like, I can't believe he hasn't figured it out yet. He's so close to Walt so many times. He's going to get, I've known for a long time he's going to get it. And I was wondering, I was a little surprised with Walt going good. I really thought the end of the show was going to be about Jesse and his wife turning on him and, well, I think there's bringing time. him down. I think, there's still time I think there is too, because I could see Walt one confronted by Hank going badass again, because even though he's acted like he's given it up for a good life, I still think there's still that kingpin inside of him. And it was only in the last five minutes of the episode anyway, where he started to go good again. So, right. so we have eight, we have eight hours left where he can just very quickly revert back. Right. 
So I don't know. I mean, the ending, his kids were back home. His wife was laughing and with him again and not acting scared anymore. And it just, it felt a little weird. And so I don't know where they're going to go with it. But I love that show. And having Walt turn on Jesse, or Jesse turn on Walt and everything was just so good. Mm. And Walt killing all those people. Well, that happened last night too? Or no, that was a, uh, was a past I, season. Well, he killed Mike in the penultimate episode at the end. Which right. was real rough because Mike's been a main character for a while and it, it sucked. And after uh, he shoots Mike and then Walt follows him because Mike's dragged his body down to a lake. And Walt looks at him and goes, God, I could have gotten the names of those nine men from this girl. I didn't even need to do this. And Mike's just like, shut up and let me die in peace. And then he falls over and dies. And you're like, so Walt killed him for nothing. It it was so frustrating. But then – in the the season, the mid-season finale last night, yeah, Walt had the nine guys that had worked for Gus and Mike that were in prison that Mike had been paying off all this time, and now the money was dried up, and Walt was sure one of them was going to flip and get him caught. Walt paid these guys to brilliantly execute all nine murders in the space of two minutes behind bars in three different jails. Wow. Because if they started killing one or two of them at a time, Hank would have stepped in and protected whoever was left. So they had to kill them all at once. Wow. It was cool. And they showed like all nine in this sequence. See, I, I don't know. I just couldn't get past that first season. I, I don't know. It, some of, This is just in general with any drug movie or TV show. Mm-hmm. Like the really sick stuff when it comes to drugs, for some reason my brain just – like I can watch a zombie eat somebody uh-huh. and be a little grossed out. But when it comes to like just – because I think it's because drugs are more real than zombie is. Yeah. And I think that at that point it almost becomes too real for me. And I like the whole thing where they found the dead. Was it Jesse's ex girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Walter let her die. And I saw that. Then I saw the Kristen bite. Ritter. Kristen uh. Ritter. And then the body dissolved through the the thing. The body dissolving through the floor was season one. Kristen Ritter wasn't season one. Um, but the body dissolving through the floor is when I turned it off and canceled my season pass. And then I kept hearing so many good things that I went back. And well, it was just like because at that point I was like, it's okay. Like Brian Cranston's yeah. fantastic. The actors yeah. are fantastic. The guy who plays Jesse's fantastic. But like. It was just too gross. Season one, if you couldn't get adjusted to what it was, it was too gross. But once you understood what was – what the – you just kind of had to get in the mindset of the series. And if you can push through season one, you're fine. And now looking back, I think season one was very good and I really liked the large arcs for the series. But at the time, I did have a little trouble getting through season one. I don't know. Well, I mean, and now I I love it. I look forward to it every I week. Did, like I still think Mad Men season one is one of the worst seasons. I, I do not like season one of Mad Men, even though I do like Mad Men mm-hmm. now. But like to get through that whole season was like pulling teeth. And At I guess, times it was. I, I guess I'm afraid of that. Yeah. I don't want to do get into Breaking Bad on Netflix mm-hmm. and then just feel like oh, it feels like pulling teeth. Well, season one I believe was only like seven episodes, so it was shorter. Okay. So that should help. Uh, and honestly. Other since the bathtub thing, I don't think it ever got that gross again until Gus killed somebody in the opener of season four. And by then you're so invested in what's going on, it was more a yeah. emotional impact, like huge like cool, cool impact. And just the way it was delivered. I mean the right. season four opener, when Gus kills that man, and it is very gross. He does the whole thing like silent and it's this big, long, extended scene and it's so badass and you're just like, oh my god, it's so cool. 
But yeah, right. no, once you get past season one, the, I mean, there are still little gross things that happen with drug people, but you just no, got to. I know. I, I, well, because that's the thing that was like, I, see, this is what I'm saying. This doesn't make any sense because I used to watch The Sopranos mm-hmm. and that's mob based. Yeah. And there are some sick deaths in that too with how they murder people. But like even then, I, I guess I just feel like it's like in all honesty that we're aware of still to this day, how much mob stuff. I'm sure there's a lot of mob talking about that's actually going on yeah. that we're aware of. Like there's there is a mob. Matter of fact, yeah. the guy who who created the show said, "Yeah, I have people who give me information yeah. about what goes on and how people act and what they would act this way." And we love the mob. We have no problem with them. They should be able to carry out whatever activities they want to carry out. Yes, yes, we do. We think they're awesome, and we but, will but not guess, bother them or say one bad thing about them. No, ever. of course. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, though, is I guess People that I, I feel that that feels a little bit more because it's out of sight, out of mind, more mm-hmm. than every other day on the news. You hear right. about drugs. I think drugs. that's that's the only thing I can maybe say on why. I think if that you way. stop concentrating the drugs and just watch the characters of Jesse and Walt in their arcs, oh, no, I know. But that's like, where the whole show. Re- I mean, you take this wimpy sickly guy from episode one no, and right. turn him into this, this badass kingpin who can kill and murder people completely heartless that's the thing when jesse has the whole breakdown about the kid he would still continue i think except when he goes to walt walt's like i understand you're upset it's okay i feel bad too you know what go home take some time and jesse's like okay thanks man and he goes and gets his coney and comes back and walt's whistling while he's working like happily whistling and that's when Jesse's face falls and you know, you know he's out because he knows Walt's lost his soul. Mm-hmm. And as Walt loses his soul, Jesse, when you start out, starts out as this he's lost. He is a lost soul. He is a lost soul and he gains a soul. And so that's the, the contrast. And I mean the acting is so brilliant in it. Both right. of them. Both of them. I think maybe that's – I don't know. Because I, I, I understand what the concept I, – mm-hmm. I knew that the concept of the show would be that he would be – losing himself right and i even thought to myself too that maybe from the, ep- like the four episodes i did watch that jesse would probably gain his yeah at the end but I, I i don't know like that just it just it just it gave me it made me feel icky and i always and I liked don't. hank and i i think it was around season two or three hank really became somebody i i wish he was getting emmy noms i'm shocked he isn't but this past season, Anna Gunn as Skyler, Walt's wife, got an Emmy nod. Um, Good. And she's been – she had an awesome season last year. And season three and four, they brought in Gus Fring as the villain and he was such a good villain. Yeah, I, I watched his death on, on YouTube because I heard about now, it. Now, see, that was gross too. But the impact at the time – Now, see, that didn't gross me out as much because no offense to the show, as cool and badass as it was, mm-hmm. there's no way that would have happened. Because well, the body would not have kept. It I know it doesn't matter. But see, but see, that to me was like a badass action movie, fucking death. But where if he just you walks watched, out of the hospital room right. and he adjusts his tie and he turns his face and it's gone. And but if you had watched Gus Fring for those two seasons, oh, I heard you would badass. not have been satisfied with something with less uh, than that, uh, right? That's, oh, I heard that. And see, you that's what I'm saying. To, like for a good he villain, earned it. He earned, he earned that death. I understand that, and see, that's cool. I yeah. have was well, okay. Uh, I've said this before. Did you watch Pirates of the Caribbean 2 and 3? Yes. Okay. The death of the one guy who in the second movie who was built as the ultimate bid bad, the guy uh-huh. from the tea company who was after yeah. Jack Sparrow. And in the third movie, he just sort of disappears until he dies at the end with that really fucking cool death scene. Yeah. And I'm watching the movie. I'm like, this is probably the coolest death scene I've seen in a long time. And the guy doesn't deserve it. No right. offense to the actor, but his character in the third movie yeah. doesn't deserve it. Like – 
if maybe he had did more wrong or was yeah. actually he lived up to the threat he posed in the second movie, mm-hmm. he would have totally earned. Matter of fact, by the end of that movie, actually, Long John Silver's probably deserved that yeah. death. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm saying. Like, I, so I, I I I heard how badass uh, Gus Gustafson was. So Gus Fring, well, he's up for an Emmy again too. Yeah, I mean, he's what, what was the, what was this amazing. chicken place called? Uh, El, uh, the Polo El Polo Polos Hermanos Polos Hermanos because it was the Chicken Brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but as I was saying, I've heard uh, and Bob how, Odenkirk. Yeah, you gotta love Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, and see, I heard how badass his character was. Yeah, so I heard as like I, I've not heard anyone say that the death was not earned. No, and so that's why I'm saying that's, hey, you get that's okay, right? I'm, I'm just talking about the, the drug stuff where like Jesse, I especially in the first because Jesse was on drugs Jesse gets on Jesse I know he's and he relapse well and he relapses throughout the series too. It's not like he got clean and stayed clean. Right. Um, but I, I think that, and there were kind of hints in this episode after he left Walt that he may go back to it. Uh, very sad. It is, but I mean, this was just a stellar eight episode run, and I can't wait for the end. They did a great scene where Walt's getting this because I marathoned like four episodes this yesterday, uh, and they did a great thing where Walt. Uh, Jesse's getting nervous. He doesn't want to be involved, whatever. And he comes to Walt's house, and Walt's like, you need to come to my house and see me. And he's like, are you sure? Your wife said I'm not allowed in your house, blah, blah, blah. And Walt's like, come over. Because Walt is just done caring about anybody else. He's going to run. He's the kingpin. He's going to be the kingpin. And his wife comes home, and Jesse's like trying to leave, and Walt's like, no, you need to stay for dinner. Isn't that right, honey? And he just like forces them and so they have this awkward dinner between Walt and Skyler and Jesse's trying to have a conversation and trying to be you know social and feeling so awkward because he doesn't want to be there Skyler doesn't want him there because he's a good guy and it's just a wonderful wonderful I mean it's just wonderful I love yeah. that show I can't say enough about that Were you show. the one who didn't like the fly episode a fly episode the episode where it's the whole episode where he's fighting Walter's fighting a fly in the meth lab no I don't think I said anything about that uh, there's someone who loves the show too. But they they mm. said that was the most boring episode ever. No, it I, I, wasn't. Uh, and I thought, and I remember watching like maybe uh-huh. ten, twenty minutes of it because it was one of those things I was waiting in between the show, and I was like, "This is fantastic television! It is. Like they're making a fly interesting, right?" And like, even though I have no idea what's really going on, I just know like uh, Cranston is just selling it. Try it again. Get through season one. I, you can be well, caught up by the finale next summer. I well, okay, maybe that. I I don't know. I again, I'm very weird about shows. Like, I have to. There's I a know. lot of fight and pull, and it's on Netflix. But uh, I have like a I have like over 200 things in my Netflix queue. But look at what Cranston and Paul. I mean, the awards they've been taking home every bit yeah, deserved. Yeah. And Giancarlo Esposito, who played Gus Fring, you have to watch it for him. Can we talk about one more thing? Yes. And it hasn't come out yet, so I, I, I'm not judging it, but I just I just want to maybe throw it out there, see your thoughts. The Office, this is going to be the last season. Yes, it is. And what do you think about that? I think it's probably good that it's coming to an end. Yes. I'm hoping they redeem themselves first. Um, I think they have said Andy's going to come back as a much more focused boss, which, like, in charge. Which yeah. I'm like, good. Not thrilled about Nelly being there, but I yeah, guess Andy's either. not either, so that might make it more tolerable that he's going to start taking out stuff on her to try to get her gone. Yeah. And they also said throughout the season we'd start to get some of the story about the camera crew and why it's taken so long and why they've been there, and I'm really interested in that. And I want them to do, and I heard that Steve Carell may be signed for one episode. Maybe. I, to return. Well, I... 
I want them to do a two-hour finale like they did with the like British the British show. version. See, I do too. Like I want to. Well, I almost, and bring back Steve Carell for that. I almost want to see the actual documentary, like what they're. Well, no, like that, mm-hmm. no, that's what I'm saying. Like I sort of want to. This see, whole eight years have been the documentary. Mm, you don't think so? Mm, for what? I, I guess I, I understand that they're going to answer that, but I just want to see like. Because, okay, if you take into account how much has been going on at the yeah. office, um, all that footage gets cut down to about two hours or a half – and sometimes even an hour. Not you don't think hour. they would spin it as a documentary show? No. Like a History Channel, you know, 20 episodes a year type thing? No. Or maybe, maybe not. I just – I don't know. But I sort of want to know what happens to uh, – I, I want to see – but I do agree with you. I want to see And I want it to jump a couple years. I do too. Like the British version. The only thing is I don't think – like what they should do is they should have the mid-season finale – uh, but see, uh, so here's the thing. Here's the problem, and this is why it won't work, mm-hmm. is that I want them to fake do a fake ending of the show mm-hmm. where the show ends. The thing is you can't do this because right. NBC won't allow it because mm-hmm. they're not going to have their show, which has been a modest hit. Well, it's a huge hit for NBC, but it's a modest hit or barely a hit for anybody else. Yeah. They're not going to not have it give a big fanfare for it. And I sort of want them to – this is why I'm saying it won't work is because – you have it go out, and then no way it comes back for like four more episodes, and it's the actual a year later after the documentary or whatever it was aired, and you get to see how everybody is and what's happened to everybody. That's what I want because it's it's a fake out, which right. is that's how it ends. Like it just sort of ends, and that's sort yeah. of depressing. And okay, and then I would like to see cut later where. I, I guess that's what I'm saying, and you can't do that. Basically do like the Felicity thing, where the final batch of episodes are completely different from the rest of the series. Sort of, yes. Yes and no. Like, I, I don't know. I, because I guess that was the thing, is that when they wrote the second season of The Office, they they told everybody this was the end. The like, British version. The British version. Yeah. He, uh, 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 what's, the, his, what's his name? Ricky Gervais? No, no, no. The character he plays. Uh, David Brent. Brent gets fired. Right. Uh, they're down. He gets fired pretty early in the second series. I thought he got early. I got, thought he got fired at the end of the second episode or the end of the of first the, series. No, second series. No, no, because we had the episode of like him coming back and trying to sell him cleaning products. We got episodes of Gareth in charge. He got fired early, like maybe episode. two. No, I thought that was the series? entire Christmas special. It was like a two-hour thing, which is he he sells he sells. I thought the, he got fired midway through. I'd have to rewatch it. I would too. Oh, well, there we go. But I, th- I, I swore that he got fired because that was the whole Christmas special. Was it follows him around? No, maybe you're right. I think you're right. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Michael Clark Duncan is dead. Breaking news. What? Dead at 54. Oh my god. Sorry, I, I know now when this airs. Well, you're gonna put it up tomorrow. It, by tomorrow, there'll be a lot more details. But it just came in as a news alert. Oh my god. Well, he did have that, uh, uh, you know, rushed heart surgery. A few. I'm pulling up the story real quick to see. Well, I will say this, um, and I hope that Craig Ferguson. Well, it's a good thing the Finder got canceled. I guess. I, I hate to say this, but I'm. Oh, he, yeah, he was engaged to Omarosa, bitch. Uh, what's his name? Craig Ferguson is he... good friends of his, and he took him to Scotland with him. I sort of hope he says something about it. it. Says Duncan was admitted to the hospital in mid-July after surviving a myocardial infraction. Three weeks later, he's moved out of the ICU but remained hospitalized. Um. And that lists all his credits. One of the f- actor's first on-camera roles was in TV's The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air as Tiny. 
John Francis Daly says he was truly a great guy, funny, friendly, and talented. Oh I'm going to miss him. Uh, Kristen Crook from Swaville says he yeah. was the most gentle, kind giant of a man. He will be missed. They worked on a Street Fighter movie together. Uh, it says developing at the end. It doesn't have all the details. That is, That's bummer. That is a bummer. Because I like him. I, I watch Rick Ferguson all the time, and he's one of the few guests that, besides Kristen Bell and... and uh, oh, Amorosa made the statement that he had f- passed away. A few others that just... Um, well, I guess we should end the show. Let's on, end on a dark note. note. Um, yeah. Well, uh, that sucks. Um, that kind of kills any other thing we would discuss. It really does. Well, uh, for all those who are fans of Michael Clark Duncan, um, you know, I, I feel you. He was a good actor. As a matter of fact, I'm one of the few people that enjoyed him as the Kingpin. I'm going to, I'm going to, as a geek, I'm going to throw that out there. I, I, dude, I supported you wherever you are um, as the Kingpin. Green Mile, the Finder. I like him. I actually, he was the best part of the Finder besides the Finder. I like the brother. I haven't finished watching it, but I'm going to. <laughs> I love the finder. I, I do. Watching well, it, but, I got you know. busy in the summer. I still got the episode saved. I'm going to finish it. Okay. Even though the show has been canceled? Yes. Oh, because you usually have a rule. Well, it depends. Okay. I That was one I saved because I'm like, I liked it. I wanted to see how it ended. But, uh, and I especially enjoyed his, his appearances on the Craig Ferguson show. And on Chuck. But for me, I. Yeah, you're Craig Ferguson. I'm a Craig Ferguson fan. So, um, well. The thing about being, if you're going to come back on the show and if he's going to take you overseas or with him somewhere, mm-hmm. is that he must really like you because yeah. he you you don't bullshit him. Or if you do, you do it for the sake of the joke, like he would. And Kristen Bell, Rashida Jones, um, and Michael Clark Duncan, they uh, Kristen Bell, they're all people who do that with him. Uh, who's mm-hmm. the guy from How I Met Your Mothers for Gangster Marshall? Uh, Jason Segal. Jason Segal is one of those people. Jason Schwartzman. These are people that he really likes. Uh, the, and that will come back and play ball with him a little bit. And mm-hmm. so, uh, so again, uh, that just shows what kind of guy he was. Because a lot of people, when they go on any talk show, they want the stuff on the cards read to them, and they want very, but Craig likes a, a real conversation. So uh, I, I think that shows uh, what kind of guy we've lost here. That's again, I was just trying to... No, good. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, on that note, thanks everybody for listening. I think I'm going to go cry for a bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Th- bye.